Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network wherever you are. This is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning and you are with Lyle and... Mon, who wishes she was already at the point when the listeners are hearing this. <laughs> Mon is speaking to us from somewhere over... Over where, Mon? I uh, to be honest, we're not sure if this play gets played tomorrow or if it gets played. Like, if it gets played, let's say it gets played tomorrow. Where are what? What are you looking down at right now? If it's played tomorrow, this is the delayed broadcast. I'm guessing like a bunch of water. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going. Uh, I'm going. Indian Ocean. I'm Newcastle, Brisbane, Brisbane, Dubai, Dubai, Nairobi. Oh, you could be looking down at anything. Anything exactly? Like it's anyone's guess. <laughs> But either which way, I'm nervous. I couldn't even finish my breakfast. I chucked my bowl of cereal out the, <laughs> down the okay, beach. So here's, here's, here's your challenge, Mon. Yes. Uh, this time tomorrow, if you're awake mm-hmm. and your plane has Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. give us a call. Tell us what you're looking at. <laughs> okay. If my plane has Wi-Fi. That's really funny. Actually, do you know what? In America, all the planes have Wi-Fi. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's just over here in Australia. A little bit Who are you flying with? I'm flying Emirates and Qantas, Qantas Emirates. They yeah. should have Wi-Fi. They're, they're, they're big airlines. Yeah, that'd be amazing if they did. I'd be like so happy. Anyway, I am, by the way, leaving this afternoon. In a few short hours, I'll be... Actually, I'm actually leaving the studio as soon as we finish recording this delayed broadcast introduction. I'm leaving the studio, going home, packing my suitcase, which I haven't packed yet, <laughs> and, uh, and dumping back in the car and driving to the airport. Why do today what you can do... Next week. Um, <laughs> at the last minute. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm heading... Why would, why would you pack your suitcase... Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. The day I need you that leave. stuff. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we are start kicking off our African adventure uh, today. Actually, so we're going to get monrogs. Monrogs, yes. Monrogs are going to be coming in from uh, Africa. If you don't know what a monrog is, you've heard of vlogs. A vlog is a video log. Well, this is not a video log. This is a radio log, and so we're calling it a rog. And because Mon's bringing it to us, a Monrog. A Monrog. I quite like it. It was a yeah, genius. Monrog. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be hopefully sending some of those soon as uh, through as soon as possible. But in the meantime, please do keep me in prayer. I am quite a nervous flyer. It's a 30-hour journey. And yeah, it's Africa. Like what I mean, It's got to be one of the most dangerous continents in the world. So yeah. Anyway, what are you grateful for this morning, Lyle? I am grateful that I get to come here on the radio and watch you shiver and shake with fear over flying. <laughs> <laughs> How is see that a good see, thing? See. Well, you know, no, actually, I, we, we, I will be praying for you. But um, Thank you. Your nervousness is always fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've got a great program coming up. Don't go anywhere. We have an interview with David Farm, who's going to tell us more about his adventures with God in starting a health uh, retreat in Malaysia. Really great stories. Unbelievable stories mm. there. And, uh, of course, we're going to have our, our encounter with God where we dig further into the book of Revelation. We're going to talk about automated flying taxis mm. coming to your neighborhood soon, we hope. Very cool stuff. Uh, that and so much more, so stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Back after this. Well, I come to the garden alone While the dew is still on the roses The voice I hear falling on my ear The Son of God discloses And He walks with me And He talks with me And He tells me I am His own And the joy that we share as we tarry there Nobody else has ever known 
speaks and the sound of his voice All the birds hush their singing And the melody that he gave to me is in my heart Just a ring a ring a ring a ring a ring And he walks with me And he talks with me And he tells me I am his own And the joy that we share As we tarry there Nobody else has ever known And he walks with me And he talks with me And he tells me I am his own And the joy that we share As we tarry there None other has ever back that was daniel martin moore with in the garden here on faith fm mon give us your last quiz clue for a while yeah a few weeks mm-hmm, indeed okay in fact we're going to be looking forward to mon's uh daily uh mon rocks while she's away yes i'll be sending through content every day uh, telling you how things are going in Africa. Direct from aspects. Africa. Yeah, good so news been telling from you, Africa. We've, we've, we've been telling you we've been get, we're going to be taking the uh, the radio station to Africa, and this is the first part of it. First leg, and then Lyle will be joining us in Ethiopia, and then we'll have a second load of African uh, radio, which is going to be really exciting. And, um, yeah, sharing good news from Africa, which will be great. I think first and foremost, each segment will start with me telling it that I'm alive. <laughs> Which I'm a little bit nervous about. But hey, let me um, let me not focus on that right now. Let me give you the first clue for our quiz. It is a Who Am I quiz this morning. And the first clue is this. It was said about me, do not let her be like a stillborn infant coming from its mother's womb with its flesh half eaten away. Wow. That's, is it Who Am I? Yeah, Who Am I? Do you know who that is? Ooh. That's a that's a pretty Ooh. obscure, weird clue. So, let me say it again. It was said about me, do not let her be like a stillborn infant coming from its mother's womb with its flesh half eaten away. And Lyle does it not is. know who it is. He's writing down guesses on his notepad and he is wrong, 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 wrong. Give us a call Yo. if you know who this Whoa, is. Yikes. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard clue, not going to lie. Um, and I'm thinking of one other person who it might be that I haven't written down. And both of these individuals are so incredibly obscure. It's like, how would you even get six quiz clues, five or six quiz clues about this person? And has anybody ever heard of them? And so I'm thinking, well, my answer's... Both of these answers are clearly wrong. 
Yeah, because this person's not that obscure. I wouldn't have thought they're okay, that so obscure. Okay, well, I'm not going to write down my second guess because my second guess is just abs- just as obscure as well, my first guess. Well, your first guess, let's not say it on the radio just in case someone's thinking it, but your first guess is so obscure, I literally have never heard that name before. The one, the one that you've written down there right now, I didn't even know that was a word, to be honest. <laughs> let alone name in, in the Bible. It's only found in one chapter of the Bible. Okay, well, it's definitely not this person then. Yeah, so if you're thinking of somebody who is only found in one chapter of the Bible, it's not this person. Mm-hmm. I have no idea on this one. I am I'm completely bamboozled. I'm so pleased Mont, about you, that. You were saving this one to the day you left. Well, you? Gonna... I did go through the pile looking for a good <laughs> Looking for a doozy. But yeah, give me a call if you do know the answer. The number here, of course, is 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's one 800 84843. I will send you double prizes if you can figure it out before Lyle figures it out. If you would prefer to text, you can do so 0491-064-669 or you can message us through any of our social media platforms. Okay, and if you have some uh, solutions to Mon's fear of flying, call that one through too as well. 1-800-324-843 is the... Uh, is the number. Maybe maybe Mon, what you need to do mm. is you need to go and take some flying lessons because when you learn how to fly a plane and you realise how easy it is, then you will lose your fear of flying. Do, do you know, that is true. And um, I, I remember going flying with friends sometime and like I'd be freaking out at the different noises and my friend was like, no, that's normal. That's just the wheels popping back into place. And so knowing what the what the unusual noises were helped me get over it. So, well, I'm still not over it completely, but... I'm a lot better than I used to be. Let's just put you it are, that way. You are. Yeah, but yeah. we will be praying for Mon. And Mon yeah, will be yes. sending out a text message asking us all to pray for her. Yes. As every time she takes off. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's not just the it's not just the flying this time. I think it's because it is quite a long journey and it is Africa. And I'm just it's just a, a multitude of little stresses in the back of my mind <laughs> that are making my hands a bit trembly this morning. But anyway, let me tell you about some good news. Lyle, this is very interesting. I'm I'm kicking myself that I picked these two good nose stories because they're both quite sciencey. The last thing I need good, right now, did while you just I'm say ner- good nose stories. Yes, yeah, see the <laughs> the last thing I need when I'm this nervous and mumbly is to pick news stories that have a lot of big science words. But no, I've gone and done it. <laughs> gone and done it. Great. <laughs> Looking forward to it already. Okay, so forgive me, any scientists, for butchering all these words now. But get this. This is really cool, right? So scientists have created a super thin sheet that could charge our phones by, get this, harvesting Wi-Fi from the air. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So basically... That's a cool idea. Like, just imagine I a world... Just steal yeah. everybody's energy. Well, kind of. Just imagine a world like where any device, smartphones, laptops, you know, any, any electronics can be powered without batteries. Just powered without well, batteries. Still, you do realise it's still powered off the grid, right? Because well, the Wi-Fi is powered by the grid. Yeah, but still, imagine like not having to charge, plug your phone in all the time. It would be awesome. That's, be just amazing. driving around. As you're yeah. driving around, it connects to this Wi-Fi and then the next yeah. one and the next. As you're going down the street, connect, connect, So connect, researchers connect, from connect, 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 connect. MIT, and actually apparently this is not, this is quite the quite the the endeavour. A lot of um, scientists have been trying to peck away at this one recently. Um, they are taking steps in this direction. So they have... Um, uh, the first fully flexible device that can convert energy from Wi-Fi signals into electricity, which can then power our electronics. Um, so here we go with some big, big fat science words. Devices that convert AC electromagnetic waves into DC electricity are known as rectennas. Okay. 
Erectana. So not an go. antenna, erectana. A new word to put into your vocabulary yes. today, Mon. I challenge you to find a place to use the word rectenna after this segment. Yeah, never going to happen, Lyle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe while I'm chatting to my brother who's studying nursing because rectenna does sound a little bit like something else. Anyway, so they have these um, they have these rectennas now and they demonstrate a new kind. Uh, uh, they, use, they use a flexible radio frequency, RF, um, which is a usual antenna that captures electromagnetic waves, uh, including those carrying Wi-Fi a, um, as AC waveforms. Uh, and the antenna is then connected to a normal device made out of a two-dimensional semiconductor, uh, just a few atoms thick. So really, really thin. This screen, if it works, will be so, so thin. Uh, the AC signal travels into the semiconductor, which converts it into a DC voltage that could be used to power electronic circuits or recharge batteries. And in this way, a battery-free device passively captures and transforms ubiquitous Wi-Fi signals into useful DC power. I'm literally just telling you this because I bet there's a bunch of men who are on their way to their trainee jobs who are going, yeah, I know exactly what she's talking about because I sure don't. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, but we get the general gist. Yeah, yeah. So the cool thing about that this device would be really flexible. Um, it can be fabricated into a roll-to-roll process to cover very large areas. Like it's just, can you imagine? Like maybe you could just like cover the top of the building with it, like we do with our solar panels, and just you know capture Wi-Fi battery magic power that way. Yeah, well, you know, you've got to have the solar panels. Well, to they create are the looking Wi-Fi. at it. You got to have the solar panels to create the Wi-Fi. To drain the to to charge the device. Yeah, but get this. But they're not they're not thinking small. This is this is not free energy we're talking about. They're not thinking small. Like Thomas Palacios, he's the professor in the Department of Electrical Engineering and Computer Science at MIT, who is spearheading this campaign. He is thinking that we could wrap bridges or cover an entire highway or the walls of our office with this stuff. Okay, that's seriously cool. That's huge. Wrap a bridge, cover a highway, like we're going to carpet the whole country. So this is uh, this is no small thing that they're looking at. I'm all for it. I can't wait to see this happen. Um, I'm going to stop talking about that one before I really stuff up all the the different sciencey talk. I'm going to talk about a different sciencey talk coming out of Boeing. Do you know what Boeing is, Lyle? Boeing. Boeing no, no, Boeing, Boeing. the the, <laughs> the aeroplane company. <laughs> Such a kid. Anyway, so yes, get this those right. Are, those aeroplanes, they go boing. So air, boing. Um, Boeing has a flying air taxi, and it's just completed its first test flight, and it's completely electrical. Oh wow! Is it is it, is it like a drone? Uh no. Well, yeah, it's an. Or, you do know they're working on they're working on. Um, it's a PVA autonomous passenger or, air vehicle. Autonomous unpiloted. Drone taxis. Yeah, that's that's what this is. Yeah, it's, okay. it's yeah. a PVA uh, autonomous passenger air vehicle prototype. Um, so it's completed a controlled takeoff, a hover, a landing, um, during which they tested the, the 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 plane's autonomous functions and ground control systems from an airport in Virginia. So future flights will test uh, forward um, wing-borne flight, such as um, you know, as well as a transition phase between vertical and forward flight modes. Yep, so, so you can be able to call a taxi and it just. <laughs> That is cool, right? It comes and hovers outside That's your house. That's cool. There's no person. You just climb in, sit down, 
open your book, uh-huh. grab your device, the whatever thing it might takes be, off. and you're on your way. And to it's your completely electric, so there won't be any, like noxious fumes and stuff coming out the back of it, like a plane when it usually goes down the runway. It just won't be any fun if I can't fly it myself. And well, they won't have to make it really safe so people don't try and take over and steal oh, the thing. Can you imagine people stealing plane taxis? <laughs> this is our future. <laughs> Soon we'll be done with the troubles of the world Going to live with God No more No more weeping and a-wailing No more No more weeping and a-wailing No more No more weeping and a-wailing Going to Troublesome times are here Filling men's hearts with fear Freedom we all hold dear Now is that stay Humbling your heart to God Saves from the chastening rod Seek the way pilgrims trot Christians away Jesus is coming soon Morning or
That was the Downing family with Jesus is coming soon. Let's have another clue for our quiz. I want to get this one nailed because I have no idea what this one. I have <laughs> it's zero bothering you, idea. isn't it? it is. I was. I spent a bit of time there, just reading through chapters of my Bible and coming up with absolutely nothing. Uh, is that what you were doing while I was talking about the good news? Uh huh. Lyle, I was multitasking. You can't multitask. I was multitasking. You suck at it. You, re- you really, you're very bad. In fact, the entire time I was talking about the good news and I was looking at you reading your Bible, I could tell that you couldn't hear a thing I was saying. <laughs> I could you hear. have to remember that you're my not ears, me. My ears could hear everything you were saying. You, but your brain couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Only I can multitask, Lyle. We know this already. Let's start. I did, I did snap out of that box when you started talking about... Um, the boing. Yeah, yeah, the 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 the, the um, autonomous taxis. Yeah, they're pretty air, cool. Autonomous air taxis. Yeah, and but do you know what? They only have a range of um, eighty-five k's. Yeah, but, you but catch still, an which Uber. Is still How good. often do you catch an Uber for more than eighty-five k's? It's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. They're powered by electric propulsion system. Yes, in other words, an electric motor and batteries. Thanks, because I have no idea what that meant. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> I wonder how many people. I wonder how many people could fit in one of these taxis because they're not very big. They're like nine meters by eight meters. Yeah, I think they're one. So, I yeah. think a single person kind of. Yeah, things. I wonder how expensive they're going to be comparing to an Uber because Uber's pretty cheap, you know. I mean, comparing to other taxis. Yeah, well, you don't anyway. have to worry about traffic congestion, so I think they'll be a little bit more pricey than. Unless Uber. everybody gets one, then we have to worry about air traffic. They have congestion. Uber in Ethiopia. I hope so. I don't know. Yeah, they definitely anyone, have them in South Africa. I've looked them Ethiopian up. Ethiopian friends are listening. Give us a call. Let us know. Some countries, like Germany doesn't, which is super weird. I know. What? I know. Germany doesn't have Uber. Very strange. Anyway, let me tell you the second clue for this quiz. Lyle is just chomping at the bit to figure this one out. Who am I? Clue number two. My parents. Oh, hang on. Do you know what? Let me look and see if there's another more obscure quiz further down. You're just trying to make this hard yes, for I me am. on purpose. I am trying to this make is, this, this hard. Is, this is for against Lyle. the rules. It is absolutely it's not against it's immoral. The, see, Lyle, you're always this the one is, who says I should do the hard ones first, but now that you don't know the answer, you're like, no, no, I don't want the hard ones. Mon, I, Mon is breaking the Ten Commandments. Here I'm not breaking any commandments. Okay, I'm going to give breaking you. I'm going to give you the clues as written. So the second clue is this: My parents are Jochebed and Amram. Well, there you go. That is not an obscure individual at all. You know who that is? I can write that one down. Go on then, write it down if you think you're so clever. Take that Instagram camera off me. And Lyle is still totally wrong. What? Totally wrong. Yes, I love how wrong he is right now. I love how you are so confident. Read me the first one again. Not not ringing, get him to jump out Instagram and watch the Insta story if you want to hear that quiz again, clue again. Give me a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. If you think you know the answer, I will give you two clues if you can figure it out before Lyle, which looks like it might be a while today. Ah, this is just against the rules. This is, this is breaking <laughs> the rules. I'm so pleased that my last quiz for a while is this one. Unbelievable. All right. So I... I ah. <laughs> now he can't even concentrate on his news stories. Right, lot- let, me tell, let me tell you about my news story. Let's, let's Are we talking stuff. about the forward driving issue that we've had? The full, what forward driving? We have, have no you not heard about the forward driving issues? All of the news this morning, they're talking about how after Australia Day, they're thinking of um, banning or controlling how many forward drives are allowed to go forward driving in this area. On the beach. Yeah. Can you believe that? On the beach. Probably. They are worried that there are too many forward drives on the beach. Probably thousands of Please people turned up over the weekend. Me. Yeah, and there was a nice photo of a whole beach lined up with forward drives. It was wonderful. It's good to see. It warmed my heart. <laughs> now, I'm getting sidetracked. This has got nothing to do with Christian I radio. I'm just You button. pushed a rant button right here. No, this does have to do with Christian radio because the beach is an amazing environment that we all need to be involved in. And, you know, there are so many people that can't go to beautiful parts of Australia. They can't a- 
access beautiful parts to, to, of Australia because they're elderly or they're disabled uh-huh. or they're children, you know, or they're families with children. And a four-wheel drive enables them to do so. So it warmed my heart to see all of the, what was it, nine-mile beach lined up with four-wheel drives. How can you damage a beach? Please tell me. The first time the wind blows, the, the four-wheel drive marks disappear. This That's is the true. most, you need like a 15 knot breeze and all of the damage vanishes. You can't damage a beach environment. I mean, even unless you try, drive on the vegetation or on the, you know, the. Uh, don't the dunes the get mittens. flattened? No, the dunes don't get flattened because the dunes are built by wind. And their dunes are moving. Dunes move. They are moving sand. You can't flatten the dunes. Stockton Beach has proven this. You can't flatten dunes by driving on them. Well, what's really it's going impossible to, what, to damage them. What's really going to get your goat is the fact that they're trying to legalise drugs for recreational use. <laughs> and yet they're trying to make forward driving illegal. The world has gone mad. <laughs> Stark. Raving it is pretty crazy. Mad. It is pretty crazy. I for sure thought you were going to talk about that one. For sure. No. Or or have you heard about the whole the the they had a whole bunch of music festivals over the long weekend. Australia. Long I was going to talk about how I've saved your life, but anyway. Well, we will. We music will. Music festivals. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And the event organisers of the music festivals. So we're going to what legalise drugs so we can save no, no, lives? No, no, no. As this, if that makes this, any this sense makes me, whatsoever this, at all. This makes my blood boil even more. So these music event organisers are expecting taxpayers to pick up the bill that has that needs to be paid to have all the extra emergency staffs and services available at these events. Half a million dollars. $500,000 for extra emergency staff every, services. Every person who ODs. Take them to hospital and take it out of their. Take it out of them. Out of their. Um, yeah. Take it out of their. Account. Trying to legalize drugs and then charge the taxpayers the money. Everyone who either ODs or gets caught with drugs. Yep. Take them off and uh, split the bill. Thankfully, the thankfully, the politicians in Victoria are saying, "Not. Nah, do you know what? You guys made millions of dollars out of these events. You can pay that bill." Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go on about how you saved my life. All right. <laughs> Early birds. Uh huh. Have a lower risk of. Mental illness, schizophrenia, depression, uh, obesity, and type 2 diabetes. And wow. you, since beginning on The Breakfast Show, have become an the early bird. Early bird rather than a night owl. So, Why morning am I still people. fat then? <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I'm kidding. Just carry on. I'm just talking. Yeah, go on. <laughs> what, what am I supposed to say? How is a person supposed to answer that question? That is a trap. A woman should never ever ask that question of a man. I'm just messing with you. I never ask people if I look fat. I know I look fat. I don't need someone to tell me what I can see. I'm not getting involved in this. (laughs) Go on, go on. Okay, so this was a study over 700,000 people. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a huge study. Now, 85,000 of them wore activity monitors because they didn't have enough activity monitors and everyone else had to Mm self-report. And uh, they were particularly looking at the genetic link between uh, early birds and... um, Night owls, and what they came up with was that for night owls, it is much easier because of the way society is set up. You know, your working day begins in the morning. It's much easier for their circadian rhythm to be thrown out because of necessity. You mm-hmm. have to get up for work. You have to get up for your kids. You have to get up for, you know, a, a flight life. to Africa for yep. life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it throws their whole body out of sync. And so their circadian rhythm gets bounced all over the place, whereas an early bird gets uh, a nice even one pretty much all the time because society hey. works around daylight. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was a most interesting study. I'm very um, pleased about this. This is great news. Yeah. So you have be- I've saved your life. 
Thanks, Lyle. Made a Lyle. phone call. Got me to mine. come in audition. Yep. Save my life. On the radio. Save life. Simple as that. Um, okay, so then um, hey, I also have this, my life. I have this uh, other story here, which <coughs> your four-wheel drive story was much more interesting, but anyway. <coughs> you're still you're still griming oh, about it, aren't you? I tell you, <laughs> seriously, seriously, they, they're going to ban forward. They, they would rather us raise our children sitting at home, yeah. rotting their brains yeah. in front of a screen. True. Because that's safe, but do you know what they're not rather than get rather than getting families out in the bush. They're not so much like thinking, what are people thinking? They're thinking that they either will ban it or they will monitor the the amount, so you can still come. But maybe it's like you, know, you have to buy a ticket, and when the tickets are sold out, you can't okay, go that's, or something that's, like that. You know that's the direction it's going. Yeah, it's going, they're trying to make, make money, money out of it. Yeah, because how can they make money out of people driving around in the bush, right? There you go. Mm-hmm. I tell you what. What a world in we unlock Australia, there you go. Yes. That's my my political statement for today. Okay, so Newcastle, Newcastle musician Kent Jackson mm. um in mid two thousand and seventeen, very successful businessman, um and musician, uh, went into was in Hong Kong and wandered into an illegal gambling den. Uh oh. Won a bunch of money. Mm. And then started to lose. By the mm-hmm. time he'd finished, he'd lost everything he owned, plus $120,000 that he did not own. From there, he was coerced by uh, Chinese triads into importing 700 kilograms of cocaine to Australia in a yacht, um, $245 million worth, for which he was going to get $3 million to split with his uh, two crewmen. Got caught. Uh, got 19 years for it. Good sentence. I like that. Um, and he'll now be 84 years old by the time he gets out of jail. Wow. So that's how to ruin your life in a very short space of time. Oh. And that's why we preach against gambling, gambling all the time because it can end up in the most horrid, horrific kind of circumstances. That's such an extreme, extreme scenario. I can't believe it. And that's just illegal illegal gambling as well. Should have known better. Anyway, we are going to move on. This is Sandra Enterman with Sunrise of Your Smile. Reject the worldly lie that says That life lies always up ahead Let power go before control Becomes a crust around your soul Escape the hunger to possess And soul-diminishing success This world is full of narrow lives I pray by grace your smile survives For I would wander weary miles Would welcome ridicule my child To simply see the sunrise of your smile Behind your eyes The happy thought That makes you fly Yes, I would wander Weary miles To simply see The sunrise Of your smile Now 
Close your eyes so you can see your own unfinished memories. Now open them, for time is brief, and you'll be blessed beyond belief. Now glance above you at the sky. There's beauty there to blind the eye. I ask all this, then wait a while to see the dawning of your smile. For I would wander weary miles, welcome ridicule my child to simply see the sunrise of your smile. To see the light behind your eyes. Happy thought that makes you fly. Yes, I would wander weary miles to simply see the sunrise of your smile. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8, or 88 right across Australia. And joining me for part two of, uh, of this, uh, series about the Anon Health, uh, retreat in Malaysia, I have David Farm with me. And David, you kind of left us hanging yesterday with, uh, <laughs> coming back to Malaysia, how that, um, you asked God for three things and in one week he provided all three. Just remind us very quickly what those three things were. Well, God didn't provide me one week, three things. But the first week I got, I mean, I asked God for three things, right? One is a dedicated team. Yes. Of workers to work together. And second, I need money to start the center. And third, I told God, you must give me a wife, a special wife. Amen. A wife that will support me. A wife will not ask any good earthly thing from me and will unitedly with me to, to pioneering this new work. So as I came back, I shared with many people, right? How to, uh, we, we need to start a health center. As I was talking to many people and they say, yeah, we need to do this. Everyone knows we need to do this, but who is willing to come to sacrifice to pioneering a new work? So I went to a, to a place. I mean, in, in Malaysia, uh, there's a hospital, uh, Adventist hospital that I know some friend, doctor's friend. So I go and talk to many of my friends. 
Everyone told me it's a good thing, but nobody said they would do the work. Unless, but lastly, I find a doctor and he was willing, but you know why? This doctor, he was Dr. Lee and he was very sick that time. And I was talking to him. I said, Lord, this man, this doctor couldn't help himself. How can he help me? He was having rheumatoid arthritis. Mm. Rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disease where the immune system attacks the joint and you will get twisted, you know, all the joint will become deformed. And there's no, and medically it's uncured. You have to depend on steroid, you know. Mm. So I was talking to him and he was very impressed. He said, let us pray about it. You know, I was telling God, I said, Lord, if, if he wants to help us, you must heal him, you know. And sometimes black difficulties in life, trials in life, man, at his age, 37 years old at that time, it was a curse to many people that he got the rheumatoid arthritis, right? He was on wheelchair for three months. When I met him, his, his, his arm was swollen up. He was having fever every month. And I was talking to God. I said, Lord, you must do something for this doctor. Well, after one, one, two days after he prayed with his wife, his wife was a nurse, and they decided they would join me. And they say, David, if you can find the money to build the center, and um, we'll come and help you. So I said, okay, fine. I saw that time I have a doctor and his wife, and thank God I found uh, my girlfriend that time, and she was a nurse. And by the way, two of them, uh, the doctor wife and my wife, to, they both graduated from Australia. <laughs> ah, yes. so, so now I got one doctor and two nurses to join me. Four of us. So after that, I go and talk to some people in, in Singapore. And they were surprised that I can find uh, workers within a week. But they say, David, you have no reputation. You're so young. Who will give you the money? I say, well, if God's with us, who can be against us, you know? So some people in Singapore help us to build, uh, to form a board of trustee where notable people in the board and so that when people give the money the money can be trusted so I had to go and raise that time in 1996 97 to also half a million which is maybe that time Aussie money thousand Aussie so I told God I said Lord how long will you take me to raise this money right but I, I thank God I was talking to different people, asking them, telling them that we need to build a health center and train young people to do this medical missionary work. And I share with them my own testimony, why I was involved in medical missionary work. Medical missionary work when I was a young boy. I told them about my mother, how he got well, she got well, and how my experience in Philippines. And I told them we need one leisure. And to my great surprise, People gave me 20,000, 30,000, 50,000. I said, wow. I said, to my great surprise, I never thought they would give me so much. Within last month, I received half a million, you know. Praise God. And, and I said, God, I said, Lord, within one week, you give me the workers. And within one month, you give me, and then you give me a wife. <laughs> It must be your way. It must be your plan and not my plan. 
So I know it was for sure that God want me to set up the health center. Mm. And we call it Anon. A-E-N-O-N. Anon. Anon Health Center. Lifestyle Center. Now, if people wanted Anon, to um, if people wanted to come to your health center, they would just uh, um, Google Anon uh, Health Retreat in Malaysia, I would imagine? Yes. I'll, I'll you, get you, you just, to um, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll post up. We'll, we'll post up um, your link and details on our social media here. Sure. After the program's sure. over, yeah, it looks yes. like the uh, most. By thing. the way, yeah. The doctors, she, when when he heard when he saw how the Lord opened the door, and they decided to leave the hospital and come and join me, and a lot of his friends came and talked to me. He said, "David, you have no salary salary for doctor." You have no money for his medication. You have no insurance. It is too much to ask the doctor and his wife to come out. And they, 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 they have a child. You know, they have a son, four years old. And say, they need money to survive. Wow, I was so stressed. So I talked to Dr. Lee. I said, Lord, I said, Dr. Lee, do you still want to come out? And they have great faith. They say, the Lord will supply. So I say, Dr. Lee, you know, a lot of medical doctors do not know lifestyle medicine. They only know how to use medication, but they do not know how to change lifestyle, use food, use lifestyle. And he agreed. And I, and I said, you have to go and relearn a lot of things. So he said, okay. So I contacted um, Heartland College and then I told them, you know, we, we have no money, but we wanted to start a new work and I need you to help us. So they said, okay, just send your doctor here and the family here. We will, we will train him. We will treat him and we'll see how the Lord provide. So Dr. Lee and his wife and his son flew to America and stayed at Heartland College and live in the Heartland Wellness Center. Uh, Dr. Butler that time was, was teaching him and was, was treating him. And you know what? Within one month, his rheumatoid arthritis was fully recovered. Mm. Praise God. And from 1997 to today, 2018 now, so many years, he was he's serving God in great health and he has helped so many mm. rheumatoid arthritis patients and even lupus, SLE, to mm. back to health through his own experience. Isn't heaven... Uh, heaven insurance greater than earthly insurance. <laughs> That's for sure. God is so good. Amen. Yes. Fantastic. Okay, so when you started Aonon, I'm, I, uh, I understand it was a fairly small um, institute that you started off with. Um, yes. Oh, I remember a really good story about how you got your furniture. Apparently you went to like Australia or England or somewhere to get the furniture for your health retreat. Tell us, <laughs> tell us that story real quick. <laughs> you know what? Do, to, to build a health center, we, we have half a million, but half a million wasn't enough. Right? So I still remember, but I, I have no experience, only God know. So I still remember when I collected uh, money, because most of the donors are from Singapore, and we opened a bank account in Singapore, and all the money go into Singapore account in Singapore dollar, equivalent to half a million ringgit. And to God's plan, when we bank in the money, within three weeks, there was a Asia economy crisis came in 1997. And it was just right time when the money went in after three weeks. The economy, the economy crashed in Asia. And our 
the exchange rate of Malaysia went so, down so badly. And overnight, the money that we used to have from uh, Singapore money have increased so much up to the exact amount of 750000 we needed. So mm. the money in Singapore went up because of the exchange rate change, you know, mm. and the money mm. in Malaysia went down. So the law provided in that way. But even then, when we built the health center, uh, at the end of the health program, a health building center, we do not have um, enough money either. We need to buy furnitures. We need to buy a, a lot of furnitures to fill the whole home center. So I was praying to God. I said, Lord, we do not have enough money. And during in 1998, there was the first time Malaysia hold a Commonwealth game. And this Commonwealth game was amazing. This is the first time, and, after, and there were 60 over countries that came to for the tournament. And when the event was over, my friend called me, and they advertised they wanted to sell uh, half price for the furnitures that they have in the tournament. So I went up to the to the stadium, and they they, they built so many apartments for the athletes to stay. And they wanted to sell away all the furnitures. So I look at the furniture. It was not the best, but it was very cheap. Yeah. It only cost us 4,000 ringgits for the whole apartment's furniture. They gave you everything. So I decided, I told God, I said, okay, we'll buy this furniture, though it was not the best, but it's very cheap. We'll use it now. If next time we have money, we will change new one. So I booked for five apartments furnitures. After I bought, I paid a, down payment. One month later, we're supposed to come back to take our furnitures. And one month later, all the buyers, there are thousands of buyers that came back to take the furniture. I thought they would put the furniture that I bought in one place and I take and I will go. You, uh, you know, if there's any problem, I repair them. But to our great surprise, every buyer came. All the salesmen was gone and there was only military soldier was taking care. And they took all the furniture from the apartments and put in these big stadiums. And you go and pick yourself, you know. And there was thousands of people and there's nobody take control of the whole place. And everyone fight for the best. And first come, first serve. And everyone was fighting. I was fighting and we were shocked, you know. And whatever left over, I, I came a little little bit late and whatever left now is all the bad furniture that's left you know some door came out and some have scratches and it was terrible it's just rubbish so i said lord i cannot have this so i went back to see the person in charge it was a sergeant i told him i want to cancel my order and i was praying to god i said lord well i I think maybe i'm the only one that pray in the whole stadium right everyone was so angry and i prayed to god and the Lord impressed me to talk to the person in charge. So I told him, I want to cancel the, the order. And he asked me why. And I explained to him, I don't want all the rubbish, you know. So he said, oh, no problem. He said, I mean, it's our mistake. I will bring you to another place to, to take the furniture. I said, okay, if you have another one place, I will go. But I said, please don't tell anybody. I said, okay. So I waited. I, I feel bad. I cannot tell the rest of the people because he asked me not to say to anybody. So I was waited and waited. And a few minutes later, he came with his jeep. I jumped into his truck and he drove me. And he, as he was driving me, he said, David, I will bring you to England. I said, England? 
I mean, I'm in a car. How can I go to England? Yeah. But later on, it dawned on me why he said he'll bring me to England. As he was driving, I saw all the apartments. Every country stay in different apartments. And to be honest, Malaysia has separate the poor country and the rich country. And the poor country, like Pakistan, you know, Bangladesh, they will stay in different apartments. And the whole tournaments, the richest country is only England and Australia. And these two countries stay in one apartment, you know, one, one big building's apartments, you know. So true enough, I came to this big block of apartments and they told me, this is the place. And true enough, the plate written England, Australia. And I went in to my great surprise. The furniture was totally, totally different. It was supersized. Every one of them, I mean, all the furniture was expensive. This furniture, actually, they kept it for their own people, their own officer, their own top guys. It was not for sale. But these sergeants brought me here. And I told him, I say, hey, I see this furniture is totally different. Can I take this? I said, oh, no problem. Uh, just take. And he was surprised that I have five apartments furniture. And he said, okay, just take whatever you want. And he left. And to, I took everything that I need from the furniture for five apartments. Just imagine the difference, you know. The, the normal furniture that they wanted to sell was all the rubbish, you know, was only one truck. I can put five apartments furniture in. But this furniture was supersized. There were expensive furniture. I need three trucks to put in all the furniture in. And uh, I drove after hours of taking all the furnitures. I put in the trucks and finally the sergeant come and sign it. And I drove out of the stadium. And I tell you, that day, thousands of people came to take the furnitures. I was the only one. That God helped me to take the best from the from the whole tournaments to put in the health center, and then I always make fun with my health guests those days. They say, "No wonder today. I mean, now we can run faster than anyone because I've been sleeping on the Australian and the England athletes' bed, you know." <laughs> so it was funny, and yeah. uh, I and I thank God, you know, we furnished the whole health center with good furniture, and then everything lasted long, and it was beautiful. No, that's and fantastic. God provided everything. Yeah, David. Yes. David, we could um, we could spend all day here telling stories, I'm sure, but unfortunately, we are out of time. We are so thankful that you've joined us, and I just do want to say that that was your first health centre. You've now gone on and uh, built the one that uh, you can look up there on Google Maps and and uh, watch the little video clips and and see the photos. Yes, this it is, is a new just, one. It is just absolutely um, a world class yeah. health retreat. And if you would like yeah. to go to a, uh, a world-class health retreat, I'd encourage you to get in contact with um, David at Anon and head over there. You've been going for, what, 20-odd years now, something like that? Um, yeah, we started in 1996. When I came back, we built in 1999 in uh, the first centre. We built uh, in 1999. Now it's 20 years. Now it's 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The time goes fast, David, yeah. and, and, and you and I grow a little bit older than what we were back in the day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. David, it's been, it's been great having you on the show. Um, we'll post up um, your you. details on our social Thank media, you. and uh, uh, God bless. And may the work there in Malaysia and around the world continue. 
Amen. Thank you very much. Um, we're going to move on with uh, this song right now. After that, we have the 8 o'clock news. Um, we'll be back after that with Encounter with God. You're listening to Faith FM. Lord, help me live from day to day In such a self-forgetful way That even when I kneel to pray My prayer shall be for others Others, Lord, yes, others let this my motto be, help me to live for others, that I may live like Thee. And when my work on earth is done, and my new work in hands begun, May I forget the crown I've won While thinking still of others Others, Lord, yes, others Let this my motto be Help me to live for others That I may Listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Forgiveness. It's easier said than done. But there's a program called Forgive to Live, designed to help us all improve our lives and discover the healing power of forgiveness. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au. love is this, oh my soul, oh my soul. What wondrous love is this, oh my soul. What wondrous love is this that caused the Lord of bliss to bear the dreadful curse for my soul, for my soul. To bear the dreadful curse for my soul. What wondrous love is this, oh my soul, oh my soul. What wondrous love is this, oh my soul. What wondrous love is this that calls the Lord a bliss. To bear the dreadful curse for my soul, for my soul. To bear the dreadful curse for my soul. When I was sinking down, sinking down, sinking down. When I was 
sinking down, sinking down. When I was sinking down beneath God's righteous frown, Christ laid aside His crown for my soul, for my soul. Christ laid aside His crown for my soul. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing on, I'll sing on. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing on. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing and joyful be. And through eternity, I'll sing on, I'll sing on. And through eternity, I'll sing on. What wondrous love is this, oh my soul, oh this is. What wondrous love is this, oh my soul, love is this. What wondrous love is this, that cause the Lord is this. To bear the dreadful curse for my soul.